You're listening to the Tortoise and the Hare Experience. Exclusively on EnterTheShell.com and all across the Enter the Shell Podcast Network.
and you are back on the tortoise and hare experience brand new shoe brand new <laughs> look at that <laughs> your voice yeah, like, cracked me up so I, I, thanks <laughs> appreciate it uh yeah uh we have a guest uh who is uh Rather charming. He was charming the pants off of me. Uh, like, Ooh. Yeah, you, you know, you you always pick like these really nice. Granted, there were there have been a few that I was uh, like first ever like season. There there was a few that I just <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the auras were not. Uh, Who's that? I, well, I'll tell you. I'm not gonna blast them. Come on, I want to no. hear it on the air. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no. you pay, you pay, you've been you got into a good rhythm uh, of. Uh, you know, now <laughs> new season, better rhythm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, My rhythm has always been magical, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so uh, we have a uh, Carl John uh, uh, waiting, um, but we just heard one of his songs, "Heart Like a Wheel." But before we get to that, uh, as always, uh, we always like to start off the show with an experience. Uh, Max, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, you know what? You went first last time, so. What do you mean last time? No, I'm just kidding. You know, yeah, yeah, last yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. The last show, because you know, I have such a memory. I don't change my clothes much, but you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I know. It just, it just dawned on me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I should actually change, but it's okay. Um, so I had the great pleasure of recording my daughter singing one of my songs in the studio how how um uh strange was that but i mean that in like a good way you know mm-hmm. um be, because like you know here's something that you wrote like uh, i'm sure a long time ago uh Not like that long ago you know um and you know and it was obviously meant for you when you wrote it right i mean when when you write and maybe we can get um you know carl to talk a little bit about this yeah, uh the process well not 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 necessarily the process but like when you write you usually write for yourself you know uh well i don't really i I actually don't write for myself um and this song was bought by mary j blige i love mary j blige she used some of it well yeah um and she had to put her own mary j blige she did she used she used some of it and then it came back to me okay and now i've given it to danny and um and she's recording it and she's fantastic you know, totally different vibe than when I sang it because I have this very big blues. You know, you've heard me. I I have a very big voice. Um, not really my speaking voice because you know I'm so gentle and pure when I speak. Gentle. Mm. I'm genteel. So what are you laughing at? I'm over like, yeah, there? sure, sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, so we went into the studio, and it was Danny's first time. Like really recording, you know, that kind of pressure um, in the studio and having to kind of match up uh, what I was doing. And uh, I think she did a great job. So that was my experience this weekend. Okay. Yeah. My experience uh, was I got uh, uh, an email. We got an email. So I wanted to share it. We like emails. We encourage everybody you know, good or bad, send send us your emails. Yeah, so, and this is from Miss Fatima. It says it says, "Hello, my dearest." So automatically, I'm like, "Yeah, okay, you got you got Ooh. me done." Ooh, so, you're somebody's dearest. Yeah, it says, uh, "Good day, and how are you doing?" I hope my email message 
My, I hope my email message will meet you in good health condition. Please, my name is Fatima Mohammed, an orphan girl of 24 years. Please, I appeal to you to exercise a little patience and read through my mail carefully. I was like, ooh, intriguing. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it is my pleasure to contact you today for a business partnership investment project which uh, I intend to establish in your country with full support and directives. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Ooh. Dude, I'm about to make some cash, right? Uh, I feel quite safe dealing with you in this important project. Of course, because she hear, here's the show. She knows mm -hmm. who I am, you know, so of course, of course. Uh, although I have not met with you before, but I believe one has to risk trust and confidence to succeed in life. So you have to risk trust mm. and be confident to succeed in life. Okay. Okay. All yeah. right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, my dear, with all due respect to your personality, obviously she knows my personality. Right. You know, uh, everybody knows the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I wish to inform you that there is a huge amount, and this is like $2.5 million, okay, Ooh. which she inherited. Uh, from my late father, uh, which deposited on my name in a fixed deposit account with one bank here before uh, before he was poisoned. <gasps> Dude, How awful! But I mean, good for him. He was able to put two point five million fazools right. in an account. You know, before he, he this guy must he have was knew. Thinking. He must have known. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, my my late father has no male child to inherit his wealth because of the tradition. Because yeah, she would have never, ever got that money. If, yeah, 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 dude. What a coincidence! I'm a male, right? So she, obviously things are. I mean, yeah, so this is working out. This is working out for me. Two point five million. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. My mother died when I was only two years old, oh. and I was told. Uh, this by my late father. Well, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> of course he's, he's going to tell you. Um, I love it. My dear, with all due respect to your personality, I wish to offer you 30%. I don't know about now. See, no. I thought I was going to get the whole 2.5. But she only wants to They're give... chipping out. She only wants to give me 30%, really, uh, of this 2.5 million, which, which, I mean, due to my calculations, <laughs> is like... Uh, not enough. Not enough. Right. Uh, so she wants to give me 30% as compensation for the effort uh, and trust and confidence to help uh, provide an empty bank account. And again, you will help me invest. The, so she's going to let me invest the other 70% um, into a good, into any good business. Into, you know, the tortoise and the hare. Yeah, exactly. 70, I get 30%. We invest 70% tortoise and the hare. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> billionaires. Billionaires. I'm telling you. Um, let's see, in a good business. They kick her back some. Yeah, of course. Please, you should kindly reply back to me immediately to enable to tell you more details about myself and how we are going to transfer money out of my late father's bank account to your own bank account. I will stop here for now while awaiting your urgent reply soon. Uh, thank oh, you for your willingness to help me, Fatima. Sincerely. So, I mean, obviously, 
I have to talk to her. Uh, obviously, I mean, I think you should call her <laughs> uh, live on the air, right? and we should have a conversation. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yes. Okay. Maybe next 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 show, we I I, I get in contact her, and, and then we line it up. And I'm like, look, man, uh, just just call in as so you could tell us your uh, predicament. Yeah, and your passcodes. And your passcodes for that 2.5 million dollars puzzles. So yeah, I mean, I can't believe that you know this poor girl. Your luck. My luck. This poor girl was poisoned. Her father was poisoned. He just happened yeah. to put. You know, I gotta help her. I gotta help her. So that's that's an experience that I'm going through right now. Well, I like it. I like it. You know, I'm so you know sorry for your loss, Fatima. Right. Oh man, Carl. Is that, I mean, uh, by the way, our guest is Carl John. Um, as, as, have you ever received anything like this before, or? Um, you know what? I've not been that lucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get them about once a week. Do you? Yeah. Somebody, yeah. you know, saying, "I got a lot of money here. You need to reply. We want to give it to you." It's usually somebody I know with. It's a lesser dollar amount. And they're asking for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the email that I've received. Well, look, uh, this is what we got to do real quick. We, we, we have to listen to another song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we're going to get into your experience. Um, and let's hear. Let's see. By the way, thank you for uh, letting us. Uh, uh, we're playing cuts from The Journey Home um, by Carl John. So carljohn.com. Uh, we just heard Heart Like a Wheel. Uh, let's see. Uh, kingdom Come. Till Kingdom Come, I think we should play next. Uh, just because my kingdom's about to come in with all that money. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to go through uh, your experience right here on the Tortoise and Experience. Still my heart. Hold my tongue I feel my time My time has come Let me in Lock the door I've never felt this way Just keeps on turning The drum begins to drum I don't know which way I'm going I don't know which way I've come Hold my head your hands I need someone who understands I need someone someone who hears for you I've waited all these years for you Until 
day is done Say you'll come And set me free Just say you'll wait You'll wait for me Tears in your blood, in your fire, and in your flood. I hear you laugh, I heard you sing. I wouldn't change a single thing. Wheels just keep on turning. The drummer begins to drum. I don't know which way I'm going. I don't know what I've become. For you, I'd wait till kingdom come until my day. My days are done Say you'll come And set me free Just say you'll wait You'll wait for me Just say you'll wait You'll wait for me And you were back on the Tortoise and Hair Experience. Uh, with us is Carl John, who uh, was going to share uh, an experience, but I wanted to play that song because I thought it was like, perfect for that email yeah. so sorry i <laughs> i didn't mean to keep you waiting dude. <laughs> I, you know what i i i'm perfectly fine holding up for something like that right that <laughs> very important if we can be, be of service we can be of service in any way you know if it's human and, and her poisoned father that's yeah. terrible I know. it's awful i feel for her i do yeah. <laughs> do you have an experience you like to share um an experience that i would like to share uh, my recent experience uh, in LA. I've been here for a couple of days, and uh, since you were talking about your experience with your daughter, I was thinking about the experiences with mine, and I was asked to sit on a panel of conscious fathers. I saw those photos. Uh, yeah, and what do you mean conscious fathers? Like it's a, they, it, they you think or something? Or yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> like that, that makes no sense. I'm awake. Yeah, right. <laughs> As opposed to an unconscious yeah. father, which, you know. There are plenty, <laughs> of, plenty of those. Yeah. Especially in L.A. Yeah. Where's dad? He's unconscious over there in the corner. <laughs> Wake him up. Yeah. It was, you know, it's uh, it was put up by uh, magazine Inspired Parenting and, and all that. And it's, you know, just a, a way of, you know, um, raising your children, you know, outside of, you know, uh, basically, you know, uh, children to be uh, – 
uh, seen and not heard and things like that the where I, I grew up. Raised. It was exactly. And, it, you know, and it's really, you know, and their soul's growth as opposed to, you know, their physical growth. Because the truth is, what the hell do we know? It's like, you know, my parents would have looked at me and, you know, what are you going to stare at this computer screen all day? What are you going to make a living doing that? You know, and like, yeah, yeah, totally could have done all <laughs> those things. Right. Because we, they had no clue. And just in the way I have no clue of what the world is you know, uh, bringing about. So anyhow, it was, it was about, um, you know, teaching from that perspective in different games and whatnot. I was on a panel and I got an email, um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that, the wow. night before I was leaving, the night before I was leaving, I was staying with a friend's house, uh, at a friend's house who's on tour. And, um, yeah, said, well, it's informal and you know, you can dress comfortably to do this thing. And I saw a onesie hanging there. <sighs> And these big puffy shoes, so I decided to uh, to wear it to of wear course. that for for this uh, event, which ended up being absolutely perfect. So um, you know that was that was my uh, experience the other day is showing up to this formal thing with a councilman there and all the thing and puffy shoes and a onesie. I love it. So I love is there any too. photos of that or something? Yeah, there are. Okay, <laughs> is that like on your Instagram or something? Uh, like that? Yeah, actually, I think there's one on my on my uh, Facebook page. If not, I'll be putting it up on my Instagram or something. Uh, okay, and it's uh, Facebook.com/slash I am Carl John. I am. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That's a great you. coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wore a onesie on tour. Um, the whole tour? Not the whole tour. <laughs> no, it was a unicorn onesie. Ty Fury and I were out. It was like, you know, we're in some random city and we're tired. It's freezing. And we we're both going to get onesies. And we couldn't find one to fit him. So I got the unicorn and he got a shirt that said Hug Life with a kitty with a bandana on. And uh, he got a matching purple one and he wore it on stage. And I wore the unicorn onesie all day on stage off stage all around the venue and i had more people recognize me in that onesie going you're max Wilson. can i get your <laughs> autograph and i'm like oh no i'm just a unicorn yeah i'm just a unicorn, <laughs> I'm just a unicorn. <laughs> just a unicorn. <laughs> just a unicorn i find uh, two things uh one is uh, Everyone talks about these onesies. I've never seen a onesie like like I don't know where you would get oh, one, but I, now I've I got, want one. I've got three of them <laughs> in my closet right now. We could all put them on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next next thing we're all I, in our onesies. next segment. <laughs> we're yeah, all in onesies. onesies. <laughs> the, the second is I've always been so uh, enamored of, about the unicorn because this is uh, the most fictitious like animal that never existed, but yet it How do you know? it, it exists. Well, because now that now there's a, a, a peril for it. Now everybody's a unicorn That's all right. of a sudden. You know what I well, mean? Well, it does exist. How? I mean, well, because we created it to exist. What are you, you talking know? about? The unicorns don't exist. Well, it exists as much as anything in the digital world that doesn't physically exist. That's true. That is true. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. You got a point there. So it's a, it's a thought that is, and we can all agree yeah. upon what it is. So it exists. You are perfect for that panel. You are conscious. <laughs> After many years yeah. of unconscious. Yes. Yeah. That was great. Why can't we have unicorns? I mean, are you opposed not, to the not, one horned horse? I, I, no, uh, I'm not opposed to it. You know, I, I just, you know, it, it was. Have you been to all corners of this world? 
Um, you know that it doesn't exist. I've been to at least two corners of the world. Well, so that doesn't you know, count. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some well, I, 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 you, you, I mean, do you really? I mean, uh, for that to actually happen, you know, I, I believe that it, a, a ram would have to like bang a horse or something like and that. And that couldn't I, happen. I don't know if that love. I don't know if that love could really. I've exist. seen some strange things. Really, I've seen some odd <laughs> relationships on. and some interesting <laughs> dynamics. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. I've been to the freak show. I'm sure. I'm, uh, yeah. You were a part of the freak show. You were <gasps> a part of the freak show. Stop it! Like you, like you wouldn't admit it. People love being freaks. I'm not a freak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, but I think that they could definitely exist, and they exist in my mind, so that's all that matters. Right. You know, leprechauns exist there, and um, rabbis. <laughs> rabbis? I don't know. Dan- <laughs> and dancing monkeys on dancing unicorns. Monkeys. And that's right. <laughs> that's my right. mind. <laughs> Turtle oh, with a haircut. It is, no it haircut. <laughs> Me with a haircut. Well, I mean, it used to exist, and then I was like, uh, no. <laughs> he was in the military at one time. Can you believe it? I was in the military at one time. Oh, yeah. I, I can believe the both it. of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there, oh, you're in the Navy. Oh, man. A squid. We <laughs> a finally squid. got a squid. On. No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> <laughs> waiting all this time. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Uh, I'm Long like, time ago. Yeah, we're going to talk shop real quick. <laughs> uh, what would you do? Or, you know what? I had a most boring job, actual job description okay. on the ship. I worked in the office there, uh, right? Yeah. But then I did, you know, fire party and all these different yeah. things. And I was on a ammo supply ship, so it was like a floating firecracker. Right. Oh, oh that's, you know? yeah. that's crazy. What was cool was, you know, I, I, you know, saw the world a lot when I was just turning eighteen. So I went in when I was seventeen, right, right after I graduated high school, and, um, you know, I dug that part of the travel, but I oh, wasn't yeah. really into the whole military experience. <laughs> well, well, the, the, you know, to be fair, the Navy really isn't that much of a military experience. Uh, you know, like, yes, you're on a ship. Yes, you know. Boot camp you, you, is boot camp. Yeah, boot know. camp is boot camp. But, like, dude, like, I, I when I partied on ship, like, with you guys, it was just a great, like, the Steel Beach parties were amazing, you know. And, and all of a sudden, like, there, you guys can do barbecue, like, in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, when did you guys even, like, pick up this? You know what I mean? Like, Come from. Yeah, like we were in Bali. Where did you pick up ribs? Like, what the <laughs> hell? You know. <laughs> so yeah, good times. Yeah. And, and and I always love that you guys had, uh, you know, your um your jumpsuits or whatever they were called. They're like, uh, well, I was on a I on a I was on a LSD. So it was like a logistical you were on LSD. I, I, <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> there was. Jeez. I don't know if I want to do that on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> and you're telling me there's no unicorns, <laughs> right? I've been on LSD, man. There's no unicorn. <laughs> That's how I know they don't exist. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, you guys know how to party. That's all I have to say. And you throw mean parties. Uh, so thank you uh, for doing that. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, that, mean parties. Yeah, that, that's why when Max is like, "Have you been to the four I'm like, "Well, sh- I've been on the, I've been on a ship, so I've been to at least two corners of the world, like for sure." You know, but it's funny, like when you're on a ship, like like you, like you want to get sent to exotic places, but you never do. You know, I'm always like, I always got sent to these like war torn countries. You know well, what I mean? To go like help. Like I know, I know. But I was just serving. like, I was like, doesn't know why you need help right now. Like, <laughs> no. uh, well, you know what? I was I was this kid from the Midwest. You know, detasseling corn when I was 13 and doing that sort of thing. So everything was exotic to me right. when I went yeah. in. You know, and it really was. You know, because I was all over Asia and everything else, and you know, everything was a new experience. So it's, hmm. you know, it was exciting. 
What was the most exciting thing that you saw? Oof. It was so what did her, her name was yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lola. Yeah, right. She was you know, on I turned corn. 18 in a brothel in the Philippines. <laughs> that was the most exciting thing that I saw. Really? Yeah. Do tell. What was that like? <laughs> huh? I want to know what a brothel is like. I mean, I'm sure you've Yeah, of course. Many, they're great. That's the only <laughs> like way you're getting laid. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Yeah. No, but what's it like? What's well, a brothel the, actually like? And, and a brothel or mm -hmm. just one over there? Because over there no, was different. One well, over here is yeah. different. What's the difference? Well, okay. The difference is uh, over there, it was as if you're not in necessarily a brothel. It's just the girls are hanging out and it's this sort of thing. And it's very more like a dance club and that sort of deal, right? But the ones that are in Nevada, right? Mm -hmm. um, the bunny ranches and all of that sort of thing, you know, uh, you have a, a bell or whatever and you walk in and there's like a lineup of, of women and like you. Like a smorgasbord oh, of, wow. of women. <laughs> and, yeah. and I, it's I awesome actually, being a guy, just by the way. Wow. <laughs> you know, I actually went to the one in um, Nevada the first time because my father retired and moved out to that area. And uh, the first time was with my dad. And we went there to just, there's a bar attached. So wow. I was just like shooting pool <laughs> with the girls and drinking and yeah. So anyhow. <laughs> I, mean, I can't even imagine. I can, the rest like, I can yeah. either confirm nor deny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have and to be deeper like classified. A, okay. a list of what they do, or is it like you know? Here's the menu. I don't have a list of what I do, but everything's <laughs> negotiable. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, yeah. they line up. Here's your menu. You can pick this, this, and uh, you know, one. I, from I'd like to supersize that. <laughs> That BJ, wow. can I supervise the BJ? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's crazy. So when you were Intrigued. in the Navy, uh, is that when you picked up a guitar and started no, to man, play? This was, or is it like that was so many lifetimes ago. I was, uh, you know, I went into service and I got out and lived other lives. I was a real estate developer, holy cow, a financier out of Las Vegas. Um, that must a, have been great, yeah. especially. I mean, I, I don't know how old you are, but like, you know, coming out of the Navy. The going into that, like Las Vegas, just has been just a booming like town. It you know? was, well, it was booming for me. I got into real estate when I was there and um, sat on the boards that helped start the arts district down there, the redevelopment zone of downtown, right. of what it is now. And um, you know, I went through a, a big turn. I knew you know three power chords on a guitar like everybody. I had my smoke on the water on like you know everybody <laughs> else. Right. And, you know that sort of thing. Pretty much my whole life, and I had. Um, bought a vacation home in Taos, New Mexico, and started really looking into other things in life, you know, spirit and uh, quantum physics and the law of attraction and the Tao and the Bhagavad Gita and, you know, spirituality and as a whole. And I was having a harder and harder time going back to Las Vegas, being that guy popping collars and Armani really? suits and all that. And I picked up a guitar there. Um, and then, you know, I got busted out in a downturn in the economy and lost millions of dollars, went from four houses to sleeping on an army cot. Wow. And, uh, it was a single father, the six month old and the three year old losing my last businesses. And, you know, literally my kids moved in that with their mom. I was on an army cot and I was thinking, well, if everything I've read and the law of attraction and, you know, creating your reality is true, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to step out and do this as if, and my physical appearance started to change. I started to, you know, play open mics, this and the other. I ended up recording my first song within months. 
within six months, I'm opening up for Robin Thicke at the Venetian with like cameras and CJ, CJ and all this stuff happening. And I was out in Nashville within a year and like, it was bizarre. And then it kind of blew my mind because I was thinking, wow, we're really living all wrong with each other. And mm -hmm. I really went on a, a spiritual journey during that time, you know, ended up recording with a sound shaman from Taos Pueblo and, you know, um, it's been more, you know, less about like I wanted to be this star, this country rock star, or whatever this thing was, and then I really didn't care about any of that sort of thing. It's what impact can you really have in the moment with somebody else? Boom! Damn! <laughs> Boom. There it is. <laughs> Blown away. Right there. I'm being impacted right now. It's See? great. Because he believes in unicorns. Well, <laughs> that's, I'm believing in unicorns immediately. Right? How do you think I got here? <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> I wrote in on the unicorn. Don't be harsh in my high, man. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> that's cool that you went through all that, man. Yeah. That's, that's, wow. That's, that, you know, because I was thinking like, fuck, dude, like, here you are, you know, like, you, you, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm into your story, you know, and I'm just like, dude, he's. He's lost everything. He's on an army, army cot. Which, by the way, those fucking green cots, dude, they're all right. They're, I mean, I mean, they're, I mean, the only thing that's bad is just the edges because they're all like bright metal. Yeah, like, bright. That's yeah. it. That's the only. I mean, but if, I mean, you can sleep on it pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's no like real like. You know what's great is when like one of the army cots like breaks. Like there's like a hole in like the the like where the legs are. And so I don't know. That's uh, I liked that. I was like, oh, you know, I would take off that middle part so that slope would like come down. My feet would just dangle a little bit better. But anyway, uh, that's besides. <laughs> well, he's talking army army cots, so like like I stuff on like nine stuff. Um, but yeah, man, like like tell me more about this law of attraction. Like 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 what dove you into reading about that because I, I i know you're a big mantra person and, and i love mantras you know like every day i try to have a mantra sometimes i, I do a, a week of a mantra like i'm like this is my mantra for it but then i then sometimes i get into like this is my month mantra you know um <laughs> that, uh, no, that's norm, how normal, right? came to you yeah apparently, <laughs> apparently. It, it was it was working yeah <laughs> for wealth and boom exactly 2.5 30 percent right? of it and then a new business experience, but um, you know, like for you, like like I'm j I'm just so curious about that aspect of like what made you find all these things. It was just they, you know, what they they say when uh, you know the students ready, the teacher will appear, mm -hmm. and the teacher appears to you in because this is all the one thing that we're mm -hmm. in that we are connected in the one thing, right? So the teacher appears by way of. All of a sudden, you're thinking about this. You need this in your life, and you're scanning YouTube, and this video shows up. That's like, oh, this or this book falls off the shelf, mm -hmm. literally, or this person shows up in your life. And when you're present mm -hmm. and you're not chasing the objects and the things, mm -hmm. then those things will show up to you. Mm -hmm. When I was in Taos, why this is this area is a, really a vortex. I, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar, but they talk about Sedona and places like that as being like a vortex of energy, and mm -hmm. uh, Taos is like that. Taos has the oldest town in the United States, the Taos Pueblo, and they still have a spoken language, uh, and they don't have a written language, you know, the Pueblo, and um, there's there's a, a powerful energy there that from the time I went there, you know, I, I would go to the, the, the Taos Inn there and dream about being a singer-songwriter, right, when I was mm -hmm. this, you know, Armani suit-wearing guy with a driver in Vegas and all that, and then years later, this was pretty, pretty cool, I was there with my kids, my daughters, and I did... Um, an open mic thing there with this 
song that I wrote with my little girl, right, that night. And I got to know the guy there, and I was playing. He's like, one more, one more, right? And it's packed. And, and so someone had texted me uh, earlier uh, that day, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Oh. And I went. It's <laughs> a great song. Right. Well, all of a sudden, I had never actually learned to play that song. Oh, right? really? But I, so I started playing it all day. So when he went one more, I went. And it happened to be Willie Nelson's 80th birthday that day. And so I'm singing, and I pull off, and I go, Mama, and I pull off the yeah. guitar. Don't let your babies grow. And the, the whole crowd is singing with me. And I had this moment as I looked out the window, and I really saw my old self looking back at me. Wow. Mm. That I had become this. Because it's not, I'm not a, you know, it's like the things that I wanted to be, you know, my friends are artists and creatives, and some are famous you know, now and all these things. And they see me as this artist. And so many people don't even know about my backstory. But in this book, you know, I, I did it. I wrote a book and I uh, put out an audiobook and I put my music on the audiobook. And that's what it is, is this journey of consciousness that we're on, that we're all going through, that we experience. And you either do it in this lifetime or you go another round, but it's for your soul's growth. And back to the parenting, that's what I start talking about is not the form with my kids, right? But what they're experiencing and growing through in their life, you know? So you, you can always act from kindness and compassion and love and all of these things, these attributes that are going to help you in your life because you've never, you know, uh, had misstepped in your life by coming from a place of love, compassion, and kindness with another human, right, along the way. You know, as you've been reaching and trying to get something done in your life or accomplish or had these stories in your head, right? You, you may have not had the authentic relationship, but it's the ones that you've really developed the friendships that at the end of the day were probably the best for your life, your career, your what, whatever, right? right? That, that, that really meant something, right? And so I got into that in Taos because of being such a spiritual place and I just started having a deepening, and I pulled TV out. of. I never put a TV in the house there, right, besides live concert videos. That's yeah. All I had was live concert videos. That's the only thing I would watch in, my, in kid shows because I had a little daughter, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but I was reading, and I just got into, you know, um, Buddhism and the Tao and just different things that were just coming into my awareness. And so once, once I had nothing to lose, I was like, well, if all this is true, right, and then I also got to experience what happens when fear comes in and dealing with your shadow side because, you know, your light is your light and your dark is your dark as well, mm -hmm. you know. And then you have to examine that as well, where you're operating from truly when you become in truth with yourself and align with yourself. That was a long answer to probably went in all kinds of circles. I loved it. <laughs> I lo I'm, I'm like, how do I subscribe to your newsletter? I mean, t tell me immediately. Well, carljohn.com. And yeah. I don't really do uh, newsletters because I realize that I'm just, I'm not a newsletter guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I write and I'm, you know, I'm doing a show uh, in in uh, North Hollywood the, the end of the month that is music and the stories in between. Oh, I know, love that. With with this because, you know, really I I wanted to be an artist. I was with a producer in, in um, Nashville. But we became really close friends I talked about him in my in my book but he was Guy Clark's protege and Guy mm -hmm. Clark is like an Americana legend you know um and so he asked me I remember early on he says do you want to be a performer or do you want to be an artist and I was 
you know, like, well, I wanted to be star, I had all the stuff, right? But I said, I want to be an artist, you know? So I, my songs come out and say, no, I have tons of unfinished songs as well because, you know, unless it really means something <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, if the song, who cares? Mm -hmm. right? It's great. It's got to be the thing. But, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather write one Imagine in my life than a bunch of pop hits, truly. And, you know, the, the money doesn't motivate me in that way anymore. You know, it's just, it's just another thing. But if you, when you really impact somebody in that way and you ch shift consciousness, man, you shift consciousness, you make movements that nothing else can do besides art. It's been from the Renaissance. You move, you move through the sound and through the sight in ways that, you know, nothing else moves because it's coming directly from spirit, man. You know that if you write, if you create, you know, in those yeah. moments, it's getting away out of yourself. Yeah, right? I think yeah. that's that's a a big deal for most people is getting out of their own way and you know allowing an experience to happen. You know, because that's what we're all about is you know actually going out and and having an experience with your life rather than sitting in a room, sitting in front of a computer, and experiencing other people's lives through media, and. Um, you know, for me, when when I kind of woke up, because I was dead, and you know, I didn't have all of the things that I had before, and I I actually died on the table. So when I woke from that and had a different ability, and saw things in a different light, everything looked clearer. You know, everything was uh, pretty, or really wasn't pretty before. You know. Yeah. So having that experience and relating that to other people and, you know, with artistry, no matter what it is that you do, whether it be, you know, a chef or if you're out digging ditches, if you do that with, you know, the intention of, oh, I'm going to make this beautiful hole, this hole is going to be the best hole. And when I come back in my next journey, I'm going to visit that hole, you know? That's how you should do everything in your life. Growing your hair. Responding to Fatima. <laughs> you got to respond to that. Riding unicorns, turtle. Right. You have to ride a unicorn. Uh -uh. I'll write about unicorns, you know. No, I mean, ride on <laughs> ride a unicorn. That'll, be, that, that'll definitely be a selfie moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Get a shot of this. Get a shot of this. This is going on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> 10 billion and on reddit 20 billion right. views um i want to talk to you something but i know i know we got to play so i mean we don't have to play song but I kind no of but we but want to we play want to play because they're amazing exactly songs. exactly um oh, oh man uh let's let's go with uh man let's go with funny bone next i i, I want you said something that just really intrigued me and uh, i want to talk to you about that next um carl john by the way uh guest uh spiritual advisor uh and you know just all around good guy all around. <laughs> dude all around good guy thank you so much for uh coming into uh to the show really appreciate it carljohn.com when we come back uh we're gonna have more with him but uh we're gonna do funny bone is there any particular uh reason why the song is called funny bone or is this this is actually the the guy I was mentioning in um, Nashville. This is one that I did not write, right? And this is one that he wrote with Guy Clark. Okay. And he wanted. Me. 
I dug it. You know, I was going through the thing um, with the feminine, which has been always a the thing with the feminine. The thing with the feminine. And uh, um, so this song kind of sat. Okay. With our guest right here. Well, he was a pretty good rodeo clown. People love to watch him horse around. When that rank black bucked him all down, he was a pretty good rodeo. the gal who sold souvenirs he can make her smile from ear to ear stayed up all night drinking rodeo beer he was a pretty good rodeo clown but he don't laugh much anymore since she locked that trailer door Tears and grease paint when I'd mix And old dogs when I learned new tricks Smiley's got us painted on Nobody knows what's going on She broke his funny bone She broke his funny bone Cowboy came on the circuit About eight seconds flat she was gone Now he asked himself if she was worth it You could hide your heart in a barrel For only so long He don't laugh much anymore since she locked that trailer door Tears and grease paint when I'd mix And old dogs when I learned new tricks Smiley's got us painted on Everybody knows what's going on She broke his funny bone Broke his funny bone Back on the It's Pretty Soon Experience uh, with our guest, Carl John, carljohn.com. Of course, we're going to have uh, all the links uh, on the show notes. Um, I, I, before we, you know, um, heard that song, uh, I was talking to you about, so you, you, you intrigued my memory or my, my brain. Um, you one of those? <laughs> I don't actually. <laughs> my memory Shocking. is so fucking sometimes you know what my I'm, I have an extremely selective memory and it's truly what i really want to select and what i don't because there's a lot of things i just like mm -hmm. just delete whatever 
Um, but you're, you, you know, the, the, uh, you, you're telling me this story about um, how, like, the, 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 you could either be an artist or a performer, but, like, can't you be both, you know? I so yeah, that, and I, that's one thing that I had to discover, but I had to take my own artist journey and, and uh, you know, be, become that where, you know, what I was saying meant something, you know, in my, in my writing because I had to develop as a writer. The song Heart Like a Wheel came when, you know, I, I recorded a cover as my first thing. I'd sold my car, the last thing that I had, and did, did this uh, recording of Fallen and Flying, shot a video, and then I was asked about this show, this big Vegas show, right? And um, uh, uh, I had the video and the song just made, right? And then they said, oh, you have to do two songs on this show. And I ended up writing my first song, which was, you know, that, uh, that journey. But, you know, um, becoming a performer is, is great. But I think there's, there's just a different type of performer that is – you know, exceptional is as a performer. I have, you know, friends that, that are amazing performers, right? And, but they don't really uh, express themselves in, a, in, in a, any message, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. You know, and I, I think maybe that's the difference. And then there's exceptional, you know, artists, performers mm -hmm. that we all know because they're legends. If, if, you're, if you have that combination, you're right. truly spectacular, right? of having, having uh, both of those things. You yeah, know? I think that music is turning around right now where we are having the combination performer and artist, um, whereas, you know, the millennial kind of situation had us in just performer mode um, because they were pumping out these performers, you know, like the all the Disney, um, here's your grid and you have to do this, this, and this, and but you know, we'll have somebody else do the stuff in the studio, you know. So now I think it's coming back where we have real artists. Yeah, well, I think know, people, want to, people want to experience something real. I mean, everybody is a, you know, a star. Everybody is their own channel mm -hmm. these days, and it's just growing exponentially. You know, I was just introduced. There's a, a friend of mine. Um, who who uh, is in the video gaming thing? He did the Pokemon song and all this stuff and I stuff, love right? Pokemon. Yeah, and so he's he introduces me to this channel, this uh, channel, a computer channel, you know, uh, that has video gamers that are just gaming, and you watch the you game watch them game, ga and it's yeah. like, and I was oh, like, no, it's terribly. I was like, this is a know. thing, and yeah. it's, people monetize yeah, this, and like, yeah. they're they have, you know, this one girl on there. I looked, I said, go to her Instagram. She has almost a million followers. Yeah, and it's just no, like, it's terribly, cow. terribly entertaining. But it really is. At, at the th at the same time, it's like when people do uh, see an artist perform or performer perform you know whatever that is um they want to feel something they right. want to connect because what we have is we have access to everybody at our fingertips mm -hmm. but no true connection yeah right? so well, you want to you want to experience something with somebody on stage you know behind a microphone or something that makes you feel something and right. you can relate to in some real way right yeah i think that that door open with the whole Millie vanilli thing you know that they weren't really performing mm, you know yeah. they really weren't the artists that were performing the songs and they were just the the you know 
facade of it. The 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 bad part about it was those were good songs, man. I mean, I'm I'm still am a Millie Vanilli fan. Yeah, whoever Millie Vanilli truly was. I mean, I you know I was a fan of that. But the crazy part of that is both of them were great musicians outside of Millie Vanilli, and they never got that chance because of that whole stigma. Sure. And they were just trying to get a break. Yeah. And so they, they took this job and it just blew up for them. And that was sad because one of them killed himself because of it. Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> just bring the whole thing I know, down. Thanks. I'm sorry. We were talking about positive journeys. I know, and but you go. didn't believe in the unicorn anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Well, shit, now I'm starting to. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> Maybe I should believe in a unicorn. Yes, you should. I don't know. Well, I, I think, you know, there's, uh, you know, with we were talking about, the, you know, the social media and all of this sort of thing and just, you know, fame and uh, wanting to be popular out there and losing your heart in, mm-hmm. in what you're doing. You know, I could see, I could see where that would happen. You know, I, I had the experiences, like I said, I, you know, I played with the band a few times by the time I had this big show where everybody's taking pictures of me and I'm walking the red carpet and I, all of a sudden I'm in a, they whisk me to the VIP suite and I'm taking pictures with people and I'm thinking, why are these people taking pictures with yeah. me? They don't know who the hell I am. They, they've never heard a song of mine, you know? So why, but, but because I'm supposed to be somebody or whatever in that moment, there's right. that, you know? And it's it, that whole, that whole thing boggles my mind, you know, um, winning awards or doing this sort of thing. And, and, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, you want to be your, your full expression, but it's, you know, I guess you guys have been in this town, this industry and this sort of thing long, you know, a, a longer time. And, you know, there's something to be said with, you know, well, I got a break. So now I have a platform so that mm-hmm. when I say something, somebody cares. Yeah. Somebody will hear me. Yeah, so I'm not absolutely. lost in, you know, in the shuffle. But we have this great equalizer right now mm-hmm. uh, with everybody having their own channel that this person sitting in their basement has 20 million people following. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so wow. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's crazy. Though. The, the world is crazy. You know, being that you're from Vegas, and not to bring down the show, but you're from Vegas, mm-hmm. or, you know, you spent a lot of time, yeah, there. Spent time there. What are your thoughts on the tragedy that just happened? I, I know that there's going to be so many songs coming out of you for that. see the truth behind a smoking gun mm. that's the name of the song you know what's real what's a facade what's really going on you know at the end of the day you know but there's people that you know are suffering along the way yeah right and you know one of the things that I see in beauty in this, and I wrote about this, you know, in Las Vegas, with all the bright lights and, and all the shiny things, I always call it the city of dreams. And this, the city of dreams is because it could be anything you want it to be. You know, I lived a pretty wholesome life for a while as a developer and financier and had a wife and small child and, you know, this sort of thing. And then when I went through my divorce and I had a uh, a wine lounge and gaming bar and hospitality and 
you know, was knew everybody on the right side of the rope there, and you know, I could live a debaucher. That, that was my, those were my Nikki six years, is what <laughs> I like to call them, right? <laughs> yeah, so all of those things, turtles and, this, yeah. and um, you know, so but what I what I uh, always said about that city is. You know, there are a core people that are doing business and connecting, and they're really, truly uh, stand up, and they really come together, mm -hmm. you know, in a powerful way. And it was really beautiful to see all of the people lined up to give blood, to donate time, raising money, yeah. to really caring. Because at the end of the day, when, okay, the world stops spinning, you know, power goes out that everything right if we are in a place of scarcity and here he comes and i'm protecting mine from him right we have a problem however if you come to me and i go like oh yeah well i got coffee and i got this water over here and you know oh you got a hammer that's good because i ain't got a hammer and you yeah. know how to do this thing great right and we could because right now we're good mm -hmm. and we can then work on tomorrow together right and to see that in that stage yeah. and see like what we can be because at the end of the day it's just us right right and so us at this table you know us in this audience you know that band together when anything happens you know and grow from there because what do we want to create from here what do we want to create from here because you know this one of the things that's happening right now even outside of vegas and all that is you know there's a lot of protest you know, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of upset with the way things should be. Okay, that's great. But now, you know, my 13-year-old daughter, you know, can complain about things. But when you become an, an adult, a chief, right, to mm -hmm. your tribe, then you step up and you say, okay, what are we going to do about it? What are we creating? And can we do it in a place of compassion and love? And just for all the bullshit that's going on too, to know that in yourself, all the things that you've been through and all the wrongs that you've done, and not necessarily out of a malicious heart, but out of ignorance, right? And have compassion on that even for the other in yourself, right. you know? And that we can, that we can, okay, we understand that you thought this way, but now we know differently. Mm -hmm. And so now we can choose to create differently. You know, I look at Puerto Rico and I look at like, wow, what amazing opportunity to have like, you know, these you know, new battery powers to come in there with Elon Musk and have like solar power and start doing edible landscaping, you know, and create a conscious community in a way that could be, you know, seen throughout the world. I mean, why not choose to create from that space? Because we have all the things that we need. We do, yeah. you know, but, you know, the powers that be... Um, we are the power. The we, the well, we see, that's the that's that the thing is we need to take back some of that power and you know start doing it within our own communities and you know reaching out and and doing care packages and sending them over and you know to the fire victims that just happened here in California and the hurricane in my hometown in Florida and. Um, in Vegas, you know, I've had a patient here last week that was shot in, in Vegas. And, you know, the stories are horrific. And it, it makes you sit back and go, what can I do to, to make a difference? You know, could I have helped this guy 
if I had come across it, could I have helped him? And as healers, that's what we go through. It's like, well, how can I vibrationally help all of these victims that I can't physically touch, but I can vibrationally send out that energy. I can send it to Puerto Rico. I can send it to the islands. I can send it to California. I can send it everywhere that it needs to go vibrationally and start doing things in my hometown to make a difference. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, you're a parent, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can, you can complain about, you know, the, the kitchen not being clean clean to your daughter or whatnot but if you're not doing it yourself right it's going right see there's the problem so because have, i always end up doing <laughs> it myself <laughs> but you have to you have to like step up and start to lead by example so it's like taking the power back it's mm-hmm. just being that okay what are we what are we choosing to do right. differently to bring balance to bring balance you know yeah. what are we what are we really doing you know when i sat on development boards and the in, in, in the arts district in, in Las Vegas, it was all crack houses and all that. It's like, okay, what do you do with this homeless population? What do you do with affordable housing? What do you do to create balance? Because there's no reason somebody should have all the things that they can't even use right. and somebody should be on the street without. Because yeah. it's just unnecessary. Yeah. You know, we can create a different type of structure. And I think in seeing all of these catastrophes, I mean, I'm doing this this show and I'm, it's a live stream, right, as well. And so there's a, a space on there to donate one. And I'm giving all the money away. And I was going to the hurricane victim. And there's so much happening that literally from the time I put that, then there's Vegas and now there's fires in yes. Southern California, Northern California. There's no, you know, absence of things to do. Right. There's no, it's like everybody can choose to do something, but what's the most important is what you're doing in each individual moment that presents itself Mm -hmm. to you. Like, how are you being, it's great to, in theory, say we should be, but how are you being? Did you just step over that person? You know, you may not be able to give him a buck because sometimes you ain't got a buck, but you know what? You can give them a smile and you can say, hey, you know, what's your name? Whatever, yeah. you know, many times because it brings humanity back, you know, because when you're down in that space and I've been homeless, right? And when you're in that space, you just want somebody to look at you with compassion and like you're a human being, right? Yeah. So be that. Just be that in every moment you can. Let's hear one more song. Uh, Dark Side of Soul? The- <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> That's, that's exactly the one that I was going to pick. Perfect timing. Okay, uh, we're going to hear that, and then when we come back, uh, we'll uh, have our final moments with our guests. And, um, yeah, but there's somewhere to come. Uh, right here on the Tourism. Skies rain lights, a bad day coming on. Petrified to look inside, can't tell right from wrong. Sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, the devil that you know. Searching the dark side of your soul. See the sunlight shining through the rust, through bloodshot eyes, own white lies, a heart trampled in dust. Trying to find. 
at and of course he's on youtube instagram twitter facebook we're gonna have uh all those links on the show notes uh 
yeah thanks so much for coming on being a part of being our beyond guest you i mean you, i mean the you revelation you totally did nah. totally did me. that was uh, quite the journey that, that we went through with you so uh, i really appreciate that very eye-opening uh, of course you know for me yeah you know eye-opening um you know what i, I was i was thinking um as we were going through this right, right now my daddy's in mexico uh so i have to um I have to take care of the house while he's away, uh, but and, and my, my house is like 1980s. You know, the, like there, there's no cable, there's no internet or anything like that. So I'm not there. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just dropping in. You know what I mean to pick up the mail because that's the most antiquated thing that we have these days is mail, and um, and uh, watering like like the 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 grass and 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 the lawn and the plants and and it just. You know, like I feel really selfish because it's like I've never had to take care of anything uh, in my entire life. So this is the first time I'm like taking care of something. So I'm just like, damn, I'm, I don't know. You just, I, 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 I don't know why all those things just popped in my mind. I think you should get a fish. <laughs> I mean, just something so you know. Well, he's taking care of the lawn and the plants. Yeah, yeah but that, that's that, for like a week. For and two then weeks. Back it's to, two weeks. You know, his selfish self. Yeah. <laughs> get a fish. Get more plants. Get more plants. Grow a garden. Grow a garden. I, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm subrenting or whatever it's called. So it's like, I, you know, where I live. So if I did get a plant, it would have to be an indoor plant. Yeah, see, a pot plant. A pot plant. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I get, get a yeah. fish. Get a fish. <laughs> no, a pot plant. Then <laughs> you're gonna feel guilty. Way better. If you kill the fish. <laughs> I'll feel guilty if I kill the pot. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, turtle and yeah. hotness. No, there's something really, really cool about that. I grew a garden first time in a long time this year, and uh, to be out there you know, with with my girls and all of that, and to just be just grounded mm-hmm. in in dirt and like you know spraying water and paying attention to what's going on with these living beings that are all around you, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we are one with the earth, with this environment. And it takes care of us as we take care of it, you know, and to notice like, oh, wow, this is providing all this food. I can go out here and I just grab this lettuce and I rinse it off and I put it in a bowl and grab these tomatoes and put it and there's more than I can use. And, you know, and it's providing this and I'm providing, you know, the nurturing that it needs. And it's in turn giving me the sustenance and the nurturing that I need, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's a it's a beautiful lesson to be able to work with that because in my past, I couldn't keep a house plant without killing it. Yeah. You know, truly. I was you know, so in my head and so in, mm-hmm. you know, in my ego and what I needed to do that was way more important than this stupid plant. Yeah. Right? There's a lot more to, you know, gardening than just watering. No, that's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's gardening at its simplest. All right. <laughs> Done. Water. Check. I'm out. They really do, though, respond vibrationally. Uh-huh. And if, you know... There, there's this great study done. If you talk to the water with positive words and then you pour it on your plant, your p- plant will grow. Like, so, so, you know, so be, I, I have be, to be nicer to you. Maybe yeah. that's the lesson. Maybe, yeah, you're horrible to me. That's Every, so you, you, no, even our guests, our guests from like the last show, we're just like, dude. Yeah, but he's <laughs> not used to me being mean to anybody. So, I'm not mean ah, to you. Ah, I just, ah. you know, I bring up Revelation. your finer qualities. <laughs> your finer qualities I bring to, you know. Of course. So that you can work on them. Yeah. You know, as a teacher. Right. 
Right. It's, it's Who's the teacher love. here? Is it me it's or you? It's love. It's not you. Nah. Yeah. Flip flops. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> flip flops. <laughs> Max, um, any last words oh, before you, I fire you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Out of a cannon. Right? Yes. <laughs> That'd be great. I've been waiting for that at the end of the show. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we end every show. How, how did you know? I love that. Wouldn't that be great? My boobs would never fit in a cannon. They'd be boob cannons. Especially <laughs> the cannons jammed up again. Yeah. <laughs> Could you plunge Max's boobs out of the cannon, please? Uh, Carl, we're going to need you for that, buddy. <laughs> there's going to be a cartoon about that now. I'm right. sure. Great. Oh, man. Um, so, sponsors, we want to say thank you. I personally want to say thank you to my sponsors, um, Hearback Pro, Hear Gear, and Hear Technologies, to Zomitis Guitars and everybody over there at Zomitis, um, to SGI and all of my beautiful Buddhist family. I, um, I love you. Yay. And uh, Ross Chapman, who is over there, and um, Diana, uh, go see my films, if you can. If you're adventurous and you have nothing else to do on the weekend, go to the theater, see my films. Death House is going to be out and in all the theaters across the nation, so see that. Um, Astro is coming out, uh, The Dads, Doggone Adventure, The Vampires, House of Manson, Hell's Kitty, uh, Attack of the Bimbos, not what you think it is. It's not. There's no bimbos, and they're no, not even attacking. Well, Got it. There's some scantily clad. Um, Are you scantily science clad? officers? Science. Are you a science officer? Scantily clad. I can't talk about it. Yes. Yes, you. Are. Um. Yeah. Smokefield Lungs is out. The Witch Chronicles too. Uh. Edward Nyahey, who was on our show, who is brilliant. He was the director of that, and also stars. Um. See my bands. Uh, Ty Fury is out with Chris Young. Um, and please go support Chris Young and uh, Jason Aldean. Um, Jason, as everybody knows, was playing when uh, tragedy struck. Um, they have canceled all of their California shows, but go out and see them everywhere else in the world. Um, support them. Remind them that, you know, we love them. Uh, where Traders Falls, Mystery Schools, Absence Project, Nick Mason, Ivy Subler, uh, Michael Grant and Ellie Guns, Sean Barry, uh, Melody Guy, and all of the spectacular musicians that I work with. If you need production, go over to RPM and uh, check us out over there. What's the website? Uh, it is rpmtalent.com. rpmtalent.com. Uh, Jeff Green, always thanks for your support. Um, and to my lovely family, my daughter, who I bring up all the time, and my son, who is with my brothers um, and their uh, spouses and girlfriends in Florida right now, enjoying the beautiful sunny weather, that I'm not there and I'm so jealous. But I love you, Jess. Okay. Um, now, uh, I am going to be at the Airliner Club uh, uh, October 21st. So uh, we're going to have some really cool bands, some really cool art. Uh, headlining is The Darts. And, of course, we're going to have Bella Novella and uh, Ever So Android. $100 costume contest. Uh, but most importantly, let's face it, you get to meet me. Um, that's what it's all about. 
just coming in. Are and, you gonna have photos and are you gonna sign photos and and things? Uh, like no, uh, no, I, you know that, that's turtles. I don't know. That kind of just sounds a little too immersive. You know what I mean? Like you could take a photo with <laughs> me. I too guess max. that is too max. It's just like hey, you know, I'm 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 just here. You know what I mean? And I'm, of course, I'm gonna be interviewing the bands. Um, you know, when they come off the stage and uh, doing all that stuff. But, you know, come out. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, it's October 21st, so you get your pre-Halloween party uh, going on. Um, and, of course, uh, if you want any information on the event, rather than just knowing that I'm going to be there, even though that's enough information for you, uh, log on to entertheshell.com, uh, click on the banner, and then you get all the information, ticket prices, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, uh, Carl John, uh, carljohn.com. Uh, any last, uh, you know, words of uh, amazingness? Sponsors, shout outs, shout outs. Uh, well, you know, I've, I have to, uh, you know, give, give love to the, the ladies in my life, you know, my uh, daughters and whatnot. And, uh, um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, everybody's going through such a time of, uh, you know, fear mm -hmm. right now and you know there's a lot of uh people going through turmoil and just you know hug the people you love uh extra tight and uh you know be of service when you can because if we're all if we're all coming with uh you know um a hand to give we all have more than what we need yeah yeah that's so true thank you for wearing the turtle today in representation of the tortoise and the hare. Ah. was that was that the coincidence or was that just like just yeah, <laughs> just right I know, I knew it, I knew it. I, you know, I do, I, I didn't want to say anything right. about it. I wanted to play it like totally cool. You right. know what I mean? But now that you mentioned it, though, I know right. he's a fan. I know he's gonna be. I, I was gonna ask you to sign my left nipple. Oh, just yeah, the left. I got it. You got it. I like the left. The left is fun. You know, <laughs> you're, you're on the way yeah. closer. <laughs> if you're in the mood for healing, um. And uh, who is in, it? In, yeah, in any way, shape, or form, um, give me a call. Uh, you can find out more through the website at entertheshell.com. Um, also, Carl John, beautiful healer, you you do in house and uh, seminars. Are, and you, are you one of those uh, Reiki people, or um, I, you do something I, I else? Do, I do transformational work with people. Okay. It's the the journey, and I also do um, energy work. So I do uh, work with people uh, for transformation, and I also lead groups um, and teach uh, within that within that space. So a lot of uh, um, my music even is you know flowing in that way. So yeah. yeah. So anything you know. So if you can look me up calljohn.com and you know um if if you want to learn really more about uh those aspects of healing and the journey uh the book the journey home it's everywhere audible uh amazon uh you can hear my voice it's so sexy at night <laughs> <laughs> turtle's gonna run out and get that he gave me the like code and everything i was like okay Ooh, that's <laughs> that's sure. your date tonight yeah yeah well my date tonight is with unfortunately my computer because i have to yeah this all this stuff just doesn't just appear it doesn't just happen it, just, it, has it to doesn't get, just happen <laughs> it has to get put we together work hard here. yeah um so yeah so that's gonna do it uh for another tortoise and hare experience um what song should we leave uh with 
thinking uh falling and flying you know what might be no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, you, I mean, you can. That, well, what what I think is interesting is um, I have one song that I put in the beginning and the end, and it's the same song, but one was recorded in Austin, you know, with uh, producers with the red dirt sound and whatnot, and the other was um, uh, recorded in Nashville. And I, I think a lot of times uh, producers don't really get the credit. You know, and I would love, and I don't know how how your audience uh, reaches out to hear which one they really like better. But okay, Heart oh, Like yeah. a Wheel in the Nashville version um, would be a lovely bookend. <laughs> okay, well we'll do that. The, we'll do the Nashville version at the very end. Um, so yeah, the, you know, you got it. You love it. Yeah, uh, CarlJohn dot com. Go check him out. Uh, for all your needs, musically, spiritually, sonically, um, anything, uh, transformingly, uh, brothel experiences. Brothel experiences would be great. <laughs> I yeah. charge more for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another book. That's another book. I'm gonna read that book. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you are. Um, I want to know. Uh, Max, we are gonna be out of here in a second, uh, but until we. You, you go out and have some experiences. We're going to go out and have our We'll meet back here uh, with those experiences. So, for Torsten Hare, we are out of here. Later. Well, I was driving off the Norfolk City. Two more hours and I'll cross that interstate line. But it ain't easy to run from yourself. I've been driving so long now I can hardly tell I got a heart like a wheel A soul undiscovered A few more haunted miles That'll cross my mind And if that road that brought me here Won't bring me back again I laid down on that road this life I'm living has left me without knowing that road not taken has overtaken me. I catch my reflection. Staring from the rear view Man, there's no running from Who you're meant to be I got a heart like a wheel A soul undiscovered A few more haunted miles That'll cross my mind And if that road that brought me here Won't bring me back I lay down on that road and I'll say goodbye A heart like a wheel is so undiscovered A few more haunted miles that'll cross my
I'll say goodbye I'll lay down on that road Shell.com Thanks for distracting